afternoon once again, everyone, and welcome back here to Lake Myrtle Sports Complex in Auburndale, Florida. I'm Dave Mitchell along with Chuck Murray, and this afternoon we've got game number two for you of this doubleheader between the Mount St. Joseph Lions and the Lakeland Muskies. The Lions won the first game 5-1 to one here this afternoon behind a strong pitching performance of Aiden Post, and they will be going in game number two with Derek Richter. So Richter hoping to get a good performance here today, Chuck. Yeah, he's, uh, like we mentioned earlier in the first game, he was a starter all last season as a freshman. In fact, he had his best start down here against a, a team, and a, the, the name escapes me, after we, we run-ruled him, and after we run-ruled him, they went back home and won 15 straight. So Derek threw, I think it was a, a, a seven-inning, two-hit shutout. It was really good. The rest of the season wasn't quite as consistent. Uh, he's been out of the bullpen the first few uh, outings here, but now he's going to get his first start, and I think he feels more comfortable starting. Lions are now eight and four on the season. They are four and one down here in Florida now. The Lakeland Muskies have fallen to zero and seven, heading into game number two here this afternoon. And we've got an entirely different lineup here today for the Muskies in game number two. Chris Day is going to lead it off, and he will play in left field. Lane Sobieski is in right field, batting second. Oakley Spens is the shortstop. He'll be batting third. Then comes Armand Sharma, the DH, batting fourth. Kellen Hodges is in center field, batting fifth. Tyler Lamack now has moved to first base. He is batting sixth. Then comes Jacob Walschlager. Walschlager will be playing third base this afternoon. Kiwan Harvey is behind the plate. And batting ninth is Jay Cornoyer. Cornoyer will be playing second base. So it's Day, Sobieski, and Spens, the top three. Sharma, Hodges, and Lamack, the middle three. Walshlager, Harvey, and Cornoyer will be the bottom three for their head coach, Logan Mann, here this afternoon. His career record now is 42 and 82. And they will be facing the righty for the Lions, Derek Richter. Richter on the year is a 6'2", 185-pound pitcher from Lawrenceburg, Indiana, East Central High School. Richter with a 2.57 ERA. He's 1-0 on the year. This will be his fourth appearance, his first start of the season. He does have one save. He is in seven innings, struck out eight, walked five. He has given up two runs, both earned, and had 11 hits on the season. I know one thing Chuck, you have said there are, there are times that he is a little off in his control. Yeah, you know, he, he's not always pitch efficient. Sometimes he goes really deep in the count, and, and it builds his pitches up. And that's why really last year he was a pretty effective starter. But normally five innings was about the much as you could get. He'd be up around 95, 100 pitches. So if he can ever become pitch efficient, uh, he's got the stuff to do it. He's got a really good curveball. He throws hard. He can be a low to mid-80s guy. and a, So he can be effective, but it's just you know kind of putting it all together. Wind is blowing now here in Florida, and let me tell you something. I've got two words. Paperclip. <laughs> that is exactly what I need here this afternoon is a paperclip to make sure that my score sheet stays exactly where it is. The Lions defensively here in game number two. We've got Pat Murray in left field, Ryan Murray in center, and then Mir in right field. Owen is going to stay at third for game two. Schaff at short. Lawson at second. Harrison will be at first. Andrew Harrison getting his first start at first base 
here in this game number two. Matt Brandkamp behind the plate, but that does not mean that Jackson Gutzweiler is getting the second game off. He's going to be the DH in game number two. And Derek Richter, the right-hander, set to go here this afternoon. We have got two different umpires for this second game here today. Stepping in, Chris Day, the left fielder. Right-handed batter, open stance, first pitch. Caught the outside corner. We open up with a strike. Owen won the count. 80 degrees for game number two, but we do have a lot more clouds in the sky here today. For game number two, second pitch, swung on and grounded to the mound. Richter backhands it and flips it to first in the dirt, but Harrison digs it out, and there's one away here in the inning. Good start for Derek, threw two good strikes. That pitch jammed him, and he made a nice play. It looked like it might get past him to roll up the middle a little bit, but he made a nice athletic play through to Harry, and one out in the books. You know, first time at first base for Harrison, and he made a nice dug, dig out. Yeah, yeah he kind of threw it in the ground to him a little bit. Kind of had me worried there for yeah. a minute. <laughs> Lane Sobieski, the right fielder, right-handed batter, settling into the back, and he takes first pitch for a called strike. Owen won the count. Sobieski was one for two in the first game with a walk. And the pitch is at the knees, called strike, looks back at the umpire in disbelief, and then says, okay, if that's the way you're going to call it today, We had enough of that in the first game. Owen to the count. And the pitch from Richter swung on. Fly ball into left center field. That's going to drop in front of Ryan Murray for a base hit. Just put the bat on the ball and got a base hit. His second of the day. He threw him a little curveball, and it just didn't quite. It got too much of the plate. He just kind of, like you said, threw his bat out there and blooped it into center field. Brings up Oakley Spens, the shortstop. Spens led off in the first game. He singled. Bounced back to the mound and popped out to short. One for three on the day. Spends right-handed hitter again. Wide open stance. And then he strides to the plate. That pitch swung on, lined into center field. That's going to drop behind second base for a base hit. And picking it up is Ryan Murray. And the runners are going to advance. Going to third base on the play is Sobieski. But holding right there at first is Spence. And right now, Lakeland jumping on the first pitch. Spins base hit to center field, and it's runners at first and third. Well, the positive is he's throwing a lot of strikes, and even that was kind of a, a jam shot. So I'm really pleased the way he's throwing the ball, and let's get a ground ball, turn two, and get out of here. Sharma batted second in the first game and went one for three with a run scored. He had the only run scored for Lakeland. Now he's batting cleanup, the DH, right-handed batter, and the pitch is down low. Brandcamp is behind the plate for this second game. At first base is Spens. At third base is Sobieski. Spens four for four in stolen base attempts. And he's holding down low. Nice stop by Brandcamp, 2-0. This is one of them. You don't mind if they get one. You just don't want any crooked number here in the first inning on the scoreboard. Lawson playing back at second on the outfield grass. Third baseman Carter Owens, a couple of steps behind. Third, Harrison holding the runner at first. And the pitch caught the outside corner, 2-1. and one. Yeah, really good 2-0 pitch here, right at the knees, outside corner. I would anticipate them going to try to put something on here. Now Spence, who's got the sign chart on his belt buckle, 
Look down at it. There goes the runner pitch, punted right back to the mound. Richter, and they're going to throw to third base in time to pick Sobieski off third. And just like the first game, the Lions end the first inning with a double play. We go to the bottom of the first inning. It is Lakeland nothing, and the Lions coming to bat. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Well, the Lions... Now get an opportunity to break through first. They will send to the line. Line up Anton Mir in right field. He'll lead off Jake Lawson, the second baseman, batting second. Ryan Murray in center, batting third. Then comes Carter Owen, the third baseman, batting cleanup. Pat Murray moves to left in game number two. He is batting fifth. Jackson Gutweiler, Gutsweiler, excuse me, is the DH today. Batting sixth, then comes Matt Brandkamp behind the plate. Andrew Harrison at first base and Kevin Schaff. Rounds out Jeff Newman's batting order at the shortstop position. Mir, Lawson, and Murray. Then comes Owen, Murray, and Gutsweiler. The middle three, the bottom three, Brandcamp, Harrison, and Shaft for Luke Picor. Picor is the starting pitcher. He'll make his second appearance of the year. No record. A 3.00 ERA. He has thrown two and a third innings. Struck out two. Walked one. Given up three runs, one earned on six hits in those two and a third innings of play. Picure is from Bowler, Wisconsin, Gresham High School. He's another freshman for their head coach, Logan Mann. Well, just to finish up on that play from last inning, uh, it was a, a suicide squeeze, which you really don't see too much anymore. And he popped it up, and really an easy double play for the Lions, and a nice momentum change for us. It looks like they're going to get on the board. We get out of it. Now we got a little momentum coming to the plate. Anton Muir will lead it off, and the first pitch is over but high for a ball. Muir was two for four in the first game. Had a run scored. That pitch swung on and lying down the right field line. That's trouble. It will drop for a fair ball. Mir's going to round first. He's going to head to second, and he dives in with a double. Good start for the Lions there. Just an outside fastball went right with it. And uh, kind of almost like a fly ball down the right field line just fell, and he turned on the Jets, and now we got a runner on second with nobody out. Mir with his third hit of the afternoon brings to the plate Jake Lawson. Lawson, the second baseman. He was hitless, but with an RBI. He had that sacrifice fly. In that first game. And he steps up to the plate. Runner, the corners are playing in, and Lawson ducks under a high fastball. One or no the count. Ryan Murray's on deck. And they're looking for a potential bunt here. The core comes to the belt. Peers in, and the pitch is low and in tight. And the count, 2-0. and oh. Day is in left for Lakeland. Hodges in center. Sobieski in right. Walschlager is at third. Spins at short. Cornoyer is at second. Lamack at first. 
And the pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball, right field. The right fielder, Sobieski, can't find it. Going back to the second baseman near the line, that's Cornoyer, and he's got it just behind on the outfield grass at first base. One away and holding at second is Mir. That's a really nice catch by him. That was a mile high. He had to go all the way to the foul line, go quite a bit. The right fielder was not going to get to it, so really nice play by him. Sobieski, you could tell right away he threw his hands up and said, I can't see it. Yeah, really nice play. Didn't Ryan, advance the runner either. That was a killer. Ryan Murray steps in, batting left-handed this time, and he hits that one. That one is going to bloop into center field, and it will drop in center field as a ball comes in from the other field at the same time that that one dropped into center field for a base hit. And I think immediately they're going to and the flyout's going to count. I guess the ball was already up in the air, and that's probably the correct call. Boy, I lost it. I thought it dropped right behind the shortstop. <laughs> yeah, that was the foul ball. So Murray flies out to center. There are two down, and it brings up Carter Owen. Owen with Mir still at second base, two down now in the inning. That pitch swung on a miss. Nice breaking pitch from Bacour. Yeah, really good breaking ball there. Lions starting out game two like they did game one, get that runner in scoring position. He hasn't moved at all yet. Carter two for four in the first game. That pitch called strike. Another breaking pitch, 0-2. Yeah. yeah, really nice pitch. Carter in the hole now, 0-2. Carter had an RBI in the first game, gave the Lions the early 1-0 lead. The 0-2 off the outside corner, 1-2. Good take by Carter last game. That's probably called strike three, so good take there. Yeah, we've got a new pair of umpires out here. Yeah, actually, the, the, the home plate umpire is on the bases, but the home plate umpire is new. That pitch swung on, fouled out of play. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. We don't have the names, do we? Uh, well, we did. Uh, Jake, I believe, got the names. The, the base umpire is still the same as last game, and his name was... Foster West. Yeah, he was the home plate umpire. Correct, and he's on the bases, but this home. That pitch swung on a grounded high chopper to third. Coming in Walshlager, he'll throw across high throw, but Lamac brought it down, and that'll do it for the Lions here in the inning. But in the inning, they get no runs, one hit. They leave one on, no errors by Lakeland. And as we go to the bottom of the first, we've got no score here in Florida. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Kellen Hodges, Tyler Lamack, and Jacob Walschlager are the scheduled three hitters here in the inning against Derek Richter. Richter gave up two hits in the first inning. We got out of it on a double play when they bunted it in the air to him and then he threw the man out at third base who 
couldn't get back to the bag in time. We have no score. We head to the top of the second inning. Lakeland is now the visiting team in this second game of the doubleheader. We've got this one, and then tomorrow against Knox. And then we're out of here. I can tell you that's a momentum killer for us. Man, the leadoff hitter does what he wants. You know, he gets on second. Great job. Nobody out, and we just can't move him around. Kellen Hodges is the batter. Hodges, right-handed batter in the first game, was one for three. And he takes that pitch down low. Yeah, just missed. Derek's around the plate, though. That's a really positive sign. Hodges takes that one and grounds it to second. On one knee, Lawson to his left and flips it over to Harrison for the first out. A nice play by Jake. That ball was hit pretty hard, but he just made sure he got in front of it. And he knew if he if he bobbled it for a second, he still had a little bit of time. Tyler Mack from Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Six foot, 205 pound junior, left-handed hitter. Playing second or first base here in game number two. Came in with a batting average of 167. Had one hit and he hits that one up the gap in right center field. But moving over to his right is Anton Mir. And he has it for the second out of the inning. I'll tell you, he hit that ball hard. And off the bat, I thought it might be in the gap. But Anton went right over and pretty made it pretty much routine. And it brings up Jacob Walschlager. Walschlager. 6'2", 190-pound freshman from Kenosha. Open stance, right-hand side. He pinch hit in the first game. And he takes that pitch for a strike. 0-1-1 the count. Walschlager. The 0-1 pitch to him is a called strike two at the knees. Derek looks really sharp so far. Harvey's on deck if Walschlager can keep it alive. Two down here in the top of the second. And the pitch. Called strike three over the outside corner. Ends the inning. First strikeout of the ball game by Derek Richter. We've played an inning and a half, and we've got no score. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. Coming set, Pecure and the pitch, curveball down low, and the count now three and two. So it'll be interesting to see if they run the runners here. Coach Kittle looking for a sign here. Let's see what they do. I like to run runners here. I like to, you know, he's a potential double play ball guy anyway, so I'm taking off if I'm coaching. And the pitch to the plate. There go the runners fouled off the mask of the catcher, Harvey. 
And the count remains three and two. Yeah, I love the aggressiveness here. Make put pressure on the defense. The third baseman's going to cover third. That opens up a hole, and sometimes the second baseman goes. So all kind of holes out there. Now Harrison back into the batter's box. And now they're going to turn and throw back to second base, and it gets by the shortstop. Oh, boy, he looks Spence. like he's hurt, Dave. He is. Ooh, and he may have caught a knee right in the back on his left side underneath the ribs, Chuck. Yeah, athletic trainer Brian Luton going to go out and take a look. I, actually, with a good throw, he might have been out. But, yeah, he's, he's starting to move a little bit now. Hopefully he's okay. But, yeah, he's holding his back a little bit. It wasn't that he went back into the bag awkwardly. It was just that Spence went down on a knee, and he may have brought that knee right down. Yep. And Brian wants him to stretch out a little bit. Right. As now the coaching staff goes out there. Kittle, the third base coach, goes out to second base to check him out. And he's doing some stretches and things. I think he's going to be okay. So he doesn't want to come out of this game. I know that. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> this isn't where they get re-entry. Once you're out, you're out. Three and two, one down here in the inning. Runners at first and second for the Lions. Defense playing Harrison to pull the ball. Center fielder clear over in left center field. Dave, I just saw from my days the repeat sign, so I think they're going to be running again if I remember correctly. Getting the lead off at second is Gutsweiler. And at first, Brandcamp coming set Picour. There go the runners, pitch swung on, fly ball, left field, it's deep, and it is off the fence. That's going to score two runs, coming home to score is Brad Camp, and going into second with a double off the fence in left field is Harrison, and the Lions lead it 2-0. Love to see Andrew with that big two-run double. And I'll tell you, rounding Matt Brand Camp ran the bases there as well as you can. He took the right angles and uh, scored on a relatively uh, easy Easy double or easy uh, outfield throw. So 2-0, uh, their pitching coach is going to go to the mound and talk a little bit. But a big two-run double there by Andrew gets us on the board. We lead 2-0. That is now his ninth RBIs of the season. He's got nine of them. Harrison actually is now tied for second on the team in the RBI lead. Of course, Ryan's got it at 20, but Jake Lawson and now Harrison – each have nine RBIs on the year. That's a big two-run double. Love to see that. As I mentioned before, him and Max carried us probably the first 10 to 15 games last year. He was probably hitting 450 with a bunch of RBIs, and then unfortunately for him, the rest of the year didn't go as well. But hopefully he can get back swinging the way we know he can. That was also Harrison's first double of the year. He had a home run in Tennessee, but first yep. double, as you said. It's his fifth hit of the season. And stepping in now is Schaap. Still just one man down here in the inning. Schaff, the shortstop, came in, hitting 455 on the season into this doubleheader, and watch that sweeping curveball break load. One or no the count. Schaff in the first game doubled in three runs. He was one for three. And that pitch swung on and grounded oh. past Kittle <laughs> in the third base coach's box. He tried to make a play for it. Yeah. May not have been the smartest move in the world because that thing was a hot shot. I'll have to get him on him after the game. Kyle, you got to make that play. He is wearing the batting helmet, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
One and one the count now to Schaff. Runner at second is Harrison. Getting a good lead. That pitch down low gets by the catcher, Harvey. Harrison's going to advance to third on the, I would call that a pass ball. Well, anytime it hits the dirt, it's pretty much a wild pitch. I I know that, but I didn't think it hit the dirt. I thought it hit his glove and bounced back to the Well, then if if it didn't hit the dirt, then you would be correct. But we'll give him the wild pitch. So Harrison moves down to third. Now we just need a fly ball or a ground ball past the pitcher. Two and one to count to Shaft. Mir is on deck. That pitch down in the dirt. Harvey stopped that one, and the count now goes to three and one. Boy, the sun is behind the clouds now, and it's yeah. really pleasant. Yeah, down I can here. see my computer too. Trying to keep mine covered so it doesn't overheat. Three and one the count to shaft. Down low and outside. Ball four. Good stop by Harvey again, and that's a walk. Second uh, one of the inning. That's going to be it, Dave. Second trip to the mound in the inning. He's going to have to go. So they're going to pull Pacor. He ends up going just an inning and a third here in this ball game, and when we come back, we'll tell you about the new pitcher after this. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Action. Using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences, you know, so we're accountable for the things that we say, and and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others, and so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative, it's offensive to gay people, and you're better than when it comes to you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way, and I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are because we're not here to judge, and I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade, and it starts with the NBA because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you, and if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. Well, the new pitcher is going to be number 39 for Lakeland. Andrew Erbstrasser. Erbstrasser is a sidewinder. If you remember Dan Quisenberry, yep. Joe Smith, and those guys, that's what Erbstrasser looks like. He's got an ERA that is out of the ozone, 63.00. This will be his second appearance. He's only pitched a third of an inning, Chuck. He gave up three earned runs in, a, in an outing, four hits. One of them was a double, one was a triple. So Herb Strasser is the new pitcher for Lakeland. He is from Union, Illinois, a junior. 5'11", 165, and I would bet my bottom dollar he is nowhere near 5'11". <laughs> well, just watch him warm up. It's a little bit of a sweeping curve and a, a fastball that tails in on the right-handed hitters. 
Lions have scored two here in the inning. They lead it 2 nothing, and that pitch to Anton Meir is outside ball one. Harrison is still at third, and at first is Schaff. Meir ahead 1-0, and that pitch caught the outside corner. These guys are really tough, the sidewinders, on right-handed hitters. For sure, but I wouldn't want to be hitting against this guy. Meir, right-handed hitter, the pitch, down low. Harvey smothered it, and the count is now 2-1. Usually at this level, sidewinders' uh, command is an issue. Lions on top of it, 2-0 here in the second inning of play. Bottom of the second. That pitch swung on and fouled out of play. The runner was going. Looks like I'm talking a hit and run there, a run and hit. I like that. Get base runners in motion. Two and two the count. Two Anton Mir, Jake Lawson on deck. Herb Strasser comes set, pitch high. And it's now three and two. Yeah, I would expect the runner to take off here. It almost looks like a bullpen day for Lakeland in this second one. It really does. Pulling him that quick. That pitch swung on and tapped foul up the third base side. Hit Mir off the foot in the batter's box. Yeah, immediately called foul by the home plate umpire. Good call. This guy might be the best umpire we've seen down here Yeah, and I'll be honest, you know, again, I don't, other than game one today, I think they've all been pretty good. Mir with a full count. Shaft getting the lead off first base. Lamack is holding him. They throw to first base, and back with a head first dive is Schaff. Three and two the count. Harrison at third. He doubled home two runs. Herb Strasser pitches. Fouled out of play again by Anton Meir. Goes out over the first base dugout. Lions stayed in the third base dugout, by the way. They just moved to the home team in the first base dugout. Is Lakeland. Yeah, that time Kevin was not running on the pitch. He gets the lead at first. Harrison at third. He's not going. That pitch hit through the hole and into right field by Mir for a base hit. Harrison will come home to score. Staying at second base is Schaff. And the Lions lead it now three to nothing. Really good piece of hitting there. That fastball outside. He just went right with it. Where you know, kind of a second base hole. The second base was kind of in double play depth and Shot it right through there. Lions lead 3-0. Mir with his seventh RBI of the season. Stepping up to the plate now, Jake Lawson. Lions keep it going here. They've got one down in the inning. Lawson fouled out to the second baseman up the right field side. Squares the bunt, pushes that one up the third baseline. A great bunt, but it's going to go foul. Great idea by Jake. And a really nice play by the third baseman to let that go. It was going to be a base hit all the way. Just had that. And we've got a broom sighting. Oh, well, new umpire, you know, new broom. New broom. <laughs> and he sweeps off home plate. Yeah, we actually can kind of see it now. Man must own his own cleaning company. <laughs> oh, and one the count to Lawson. Runners at first and second, and he lines that one to the shortstop. Picked up by Spence to second for one. On the way to first, double play. Lawson hits into the 6-4-3 double play, and the Lions are eliminated here in the bottom of the second inning. But 
They score three runs in the inning on two base hits. They leave one on and one error by Lakeland. We head to the third inning of play. Lions lead it 3 nothing. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name, uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available? Hello, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello, I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Volk. Hello, my name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello. My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What oh, is? Yeah. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. Back here in Florida, where, you know, Chuck, except for one day, the weather down here was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we've been blessed pretty much. Uh, you know, even over at the softball games, it's been really good. Uh, one one day over there, I think it was Tuesday maybe, it was a little windy and chilly in the morning, but again, we've been blessed, hardly any rain, and, you know, getting all these games is fantastic. And, you know, if you at home think... I'm rubbing it in. You're right. <laughs> because you are. <laughs> I am. It has been great down here, and I understand it's been a little chilly back up in Cincinnati. I think maybe miserable would probably be the word. <laughs> Kiwan Harvey, then Jay Cornoyer, and back to the top of the order, Chris Day. For Lakeland, Dan Richter hits the outside corner, inside corner, excuse me, with a curveball, strike one. Again, getting ahead. Harvey catching the second game of this one. Right-handed batter, check swing, down low, stayed off of it. Boy, that looked good. Harvey, another one of these guys that is not in the stat sheet. And that pitch hits the outside corner, called strike. One and two the count. They either have just brought in a new bunch of players or they haven't played a lot of guys. That pitch swung on and fouled out of play, Chuck. Yeah, that, you're right. It's either or because, uh, you know, they do have a bunch of guys over in that dugout, so maybe they're just like, hey, this game two, let's get some other guys a shot that haven't played at all. Harvey, right-handed batter, even stance, swung on and chapped the second. Lawson's got to back up on the outfield grass to take it, and he gets it over to first base in time to get Harvey to Harrison one away. He knew he had plenty of time. Harvey, as a catcher, yeah. not the most fleet of foot. Yeah, you normally wouldn't recommend backing up, but he kind of backed up to make sure he got the good hop, and he knew he had some time. So, first out of the inning. We're in the top of the third. Lions lead at 3 nothing, and it brings up the bottom of the order. Jane Cornoyer takes the ball. He has got a pink aluminum bat. Pink. <laughs> Man, that thing stands out. That pitch down low, 2-0. He knows which bat is his in the... (laughs) There's no arguments there. No, none. Two balls, no strikes. That pitch swung on and chopped the third. Owen on the grass, picks it up, throws over in time. 
Boy, Richter is really dealing here this afternoon. Yeah, and the thing of it is, even when he's missing, Dave, he's just missing. It's not like some of his other appearances where he's missing outside by a foot or inside by high. by. He's really around the plate. Top of the order, Chris Day. Bounced back to the mound his first time up to lead off the ball game. We're in the top of the third, two outs. That pitch down low and outside. 1-0 the count. Lions won the first game here this afternoon, 5-1 to one behind Aiden Post. That pitch, fastball, hit the outside corner. Yeah, really good pitch. Looks like we got the scoreboard working here. Mr. Brackney up the date on all these uh, outs and strikes and scores. That pitch down low in the dirt. Nice scoop by Brandkamp. Two and one. Day, slightly open stance from the right side. Two and one, the count to the leadoff man. Swung on, fouled out of play down the right field side. Yeah, that's going to get the other field, I believe. You know, all the foul balls that they have hit here today have been to the right side. They are not catching up with Richter's fastball. Yep. Two and two. Pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball, right field. Mirror is going to his right, has it for the third out of the inning. Second consecutive. One, two, three inning by Derek Richter. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left. We've played two and a half. It's now the Mount 3, Lakeland nothing. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Lions leading at 3 to nothing here from Lake Myrtle Sports Complex. Herb Strasser back out. You know, Chuck, I said in between innings, his ERA may have been cut in half. He came in with an ERA of 65. Yeah, it's probably down around uh, 32. 35 or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Murray, Carter Owen, Pat Murray. This should be a Monopoly game. <laughs> I want to put a rental property on Murray Avenue. And <laughs> yeah, my boys are winding down their time in Florida in their careers, so try to make the best of it. Fly to center his first time up. Was interfered with by a foul ball from the other field, and Ryan takes that pitch low and outside for a ball. One or no the count to Murray and the pitch. That is a strike. So if that had dropped in, Chuck, how do they rule that? They would have probably just played it a single, I guess. 1-1 one, one in tight, 2-1. Yeah. and one. I mean, they didn't kill the play. He saw the foul, or the ball come over, and the umpire didn't kill the play. So they would have had a drop and stand. 2-1 and one to Ryan. And the pitch, check swing held up, but took it for a strike, 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, it's coming in on him a little bit, tying him up. 
Wind kicking up a little bit more. 2-2 pitch to Ryan Murray, low and outside. And the count now three and two from Herb Strusser. Like to see him get on and make something happen. Leadoff man here in the inning, Ryan Murray, 3-2 pitch, swung on, hit down the right field side. It's going to go into the corner, and a sliding catch. Did, did Sobieski make the catch? He did! Oh, my God. What a catch by Sobieski. Out in right field, dove to his left, caught the ball, and then slapped the ground a couple of times, came up and showed the ball. What a play. Yeah, boy, he was robbed. That's a sure triple. Put a star beside that one. Yep. One away. I didn't think he had any shot I at didn't that either, one, Chuck. Dave. I really didn't. Brings up Carter Owen, fouls it right back to the screen off the fists. Ryan's having a tough day between the, the horrendous calls he got in the first game. Now the guy robs him. Sometimes it's just not your day. <laughs> Owen won the count, one down here in the inning. Pitch to Carter Owen, swung on, reaches out. Fouls that one off the screen. Now Owen down in the count. 0-2. And the pitch down low. Yeah, almost hit him. He kind of skipped out of there. That low trajectory coming out of his hand. And the 1-2 swung on again. Right side foul, yeah. (laughs) Down the right field side. Count stays one and two to Carter. Bounce to third his first time up. He's over one. And the pitch swung on, reaches out, fouls it again. Hanging Off the right there. hand side. Those guys over on field number one are going to start screaming at <laughs> yeah. us pretty soon. One and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Inside and hit Carter. So he takes his base on the hit batsman. One down, one on. And it'll bring to the plate Pat Murray. He bounced to first his first time up. Pat's a happy camper after the Xavier Musketeers came from way behind in the second half to get a victory. Is it true that he has to be out of game one just so he could watch that game? (laughs) I don't think that's it, but... (laughs) (laughs) It might be close. It might be close. That pitch swung, or squaring the oh. butt in the throw down to first base, gets by the first base from the Lamac, and rounding and going to second base is the runner, Carter Owen. Yeah, that'll be a throwing error on the catcher there. So we got a runner in scoring position here with one out. Murray squared to bunt, took it, and Harvey came up throwing to first base. Wait a minute. Chuck, your fans can't hear the audio. And... With a one and O oh count. I don't know what he's asking. He's talking to the home plate umpire. I have no idea what he could be asking. And he is out there arguing, talking to the home plate umpire about the situation. Yeah, if I had any idea, I'd let the audience know. I just have no idea. So they're they're done with their conversation. So the discussion is over. And stepping back into the batter's box is Pat Murray, runner at second base. And 
ball is bunted foul behind home plate. Yeah, I'm not really sure why he would be bunting here. Man on second, one out, all you're going to do is potentially move him to third with two outs. So right. I, I don't quite understand this. 3 nothing. mount on top of it. One or no, make it one and one the count. And the pitch swung on and missed. Yeah, tied him up, came inside on him. Makes the count one and two. Gutzweiler is on deck. Coming set is Herb Strasser looking back at second pitch, swung on a grounded foul over against the screen on the first base dugout. Yeah, he got way in on him, nothing he could do, it just pull it foul. Boy, if he lines a ball over the shortstop's head, Patrick might be able to run forever. There is a huge gap in left center field. Now what do we got going? Oh, he's hurt. Herb Strasser is grabbing his right shoulder, and he evidently hurt his arm on that last pitch, and he's trying to stretch it out, but I think that's going to do it for Herb Strasser. Yeah, I would agree. They're going to send the athletic trainer out to look at him, but... Yeah, I don't think this is good, Dave. Boy, immediately the umpire came out from behind home plate, called time, and summoned the trainer and Logan Mann out to talk to the pitcher, Herb Strasser. And I think we're... Yeah, Leslie's just got a cramp or something in it, but they're, they're feeling around in that muscle area. If they do take him out, whoever comes in will get as enough, enough time as he needs to get ready. Well, he just tried. Yeah. He just tried to simulate a pitch off to the side of the mound, and he doesn't appear to be in any pain. That's for certain. Hmm. And what's he going to do? Are you going to try a couple warm-ups, maybe, or just still talking to the trainer? Is right. nope. They're going to take yeah. the ball away from him, and Herb Strasser, I think, is going to be relieved, and he will be. Yep. So that'll do it for Herb Strasser here. He has to leave via the injury. The Lions have a 3 to nothing lead here in the bottom of the third inning, and they have got a runner at second base and just one away here in the inning. We'll come back and tell you about the new pitcher. He'll have plenty of time to warm up after this. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, ultimatesportstalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, ultimatesportstalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Brian Biggs is going to be the new pitcher, and 
I believe this is going to be Chuck, his first appearance on the mound because they have got no stats for him coming in. He is a big right-hander. Biggs is number 10, a 5'7", 190-pound senior from Romeoville, Illinois. But like we said, he had absolutely no stats coming into this one. Yeah, watch him warm up. It looks like he's got a, a fastball that legs, uh, tails away from the left-handed hitter a little bit. Really haven't seen any off-speed at all. Just it's kind of cutting away there, almost like a two-seamer. And since he came in with the, and he's ahead of the count, he will now be responsible for this hitter. If he was behind in the count, the previous pitcher would be responsible. So it gets a little bit hairy when they, you know, in the middle of the right. bat. He just he's getting as many warm-ups as he needs because Herbstrasser, who went to the dugout, and they are still looking at him, and as I can tell, working on that right shoulder of his. He just came up lame after that last pitch. It is one and two to Patrick Murray. There's his curveball. Looked okay. So it looks like he's got a, a two-seam fastball and a, and a curveball. So Ryan Murray will come up to the plate. And I think he's going to say, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's get underway. Carter Owens going to go back to second base. He's down talking to Coach Kittle in the third base coach's box. Now he'll go back to second. Now Coach Miller with a conversation with the home plate umpire. So we got all kind of stuff going on here, Dave. And they're kind of laughing, so maybe nothing else better to do on a Friday afternoon in Florida. One and two is the count to Patrick. Gutsweiler is on deck. One down here in the inning. We're in the bottom of the third. It's 3 nothing. the mound. So, Biggs, the pitcher, comes to the set. Peers back at second. Pitch swung on and fouled right back here at us. And that was his two-seamer. Nice pitch. Count stays one and two. Biggs works out of the stretch off to the first base side of the rubber. Comes to the set position, checks Owen at second, getting a good lead, and the pitch swung on and missed. Murray goes down swinging, and that's Biggs' first strikeout. Brings up Jackson Gutzweiler. Jackson? Reached on an error, came around to score on Harrison's double in the second inning. Two down in the inning, runner still at second is Carter Owen. Biggs, long time, comes set. That pitch low and outside for a ball. I'm sure Lakeland's went into their bullpen way more than they would have hoped for today. Yeah, this might have been their bullpen day, but they didn't expect this many. This is already on their third pitcher. And that pitch high and outside. Boy, Harvey absolutely from behind the plate has no problem throwing the baseball anywhere. He came up ready to throw down to second base. Yeah, and last game's catcher, same way. So they must preach like, hey, let's be aggressive throwing the bases. 2-0 the count. Gutsweiler with Brandkamp on deck. Two down, pitch, swung on, and missed. And the count now two and two. Now 
Biggs. Here's in. He takes a long time. Yeah, he's a little longer than the other guys. Yep. And the pitch swung on and missed. Yep. Count was two and one. Yeah, deuces are wild now. Now it's two and two. Two down. Owen getting the lead off of second. He's holding. That pitch swung on. Hit up the gap in left center field. Coming over the center fielder, Hodges. And he grabs it on the run for the third out of the inning. But the Lions scoreless here in the inning. But they still lead it 3 nothing after three innings. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy. And now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside. Ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Derek Richter out on the hill for the Lions. They lead it 3-0 as we head into the top of the fourth inning. It'll be Sobieski, Spence, and Sharma for Lakeland here in the inning. And here to take you through the fourth is Chuck Murray. Thank you, Dave. Uh, to finish up on that last thought from last thing, Jackson hit that ball really hard to left center field, uh, but they played in the pull, and he made a nice running catcher center fielder. So score remains 3-0, as Dave mentioned, going to the top of the fourth. And so far, very well pitched by Derek Richter. A lot of strikes around the strike zone, throwing his, all his pitches for strikes. Uh, we're making the plays defensively, so... You know, in a three-inning game so far, we're, we're making the plays, and and so far it's holding up to a 3-0 lead. So he war- finishes warm-up pitches. Matt throws it on down to second, and we'll get started right now. So Derek, as we mentioned, he's a sophomore from East Central last year, mostly a starter. I think he's very, very excited to be getting a start here. I know he had mentioned to kind of some of his teammates uh, that, boy, he really feels like he's a starter, and he continues to throw like this, he will be back in the rotation. Derek toes the rubber. Winds, kicks, fires. There's that fastball for a strike. So he gets ahead again. One ball, no strikes. To Sabisky. Winds, the 0-1, breaking ball, just stays outside. One ball, one strike. On deck is Spens. One and one. Fastball, that's drilled to left center field. We're not going to get that one. That's going to go up the gap and all the way to the wall. Ryan Murray over to get it. Throw it in. He's going to go for three. We got a shot. And he is out at third. That's a great relay there by Kevin Schaff from the throw from Ryan Murray. And third base coach is really upset. I think he wanted him to stay at second. The old, you never make the first out at third, especially when you're down three runs. But a great relay by the Lions there. Carter Owens slapped the tag on and a big first out. Big momentum swing. So that'll bring up Oakley Spens. 
So that's the way you execute that. That's why you do all those uh, relays in the fall and early in the spring. First pitch is a strike. Again, Derek continuing to pound the zone. That's the way you draw it up. No balls, one strike. That's a shot. Backhanded, and Kevin's going to say he got it on a fly, and the home plate umpire agrees. So they've hit two balls really hard and really nothing to show for it. So two out, nobody on. That'll bring up Armin Sharma. Derek winds. Curveball drops right in there for a strike. No balls, one strike. Pitching staff really has to be encouraged by this by Derek. Boy. Winds. Breaking ball. Ooh. Must have backed up just a little bit on him. It looked good. One ball, one strike. We're going to move Kevin a little bit to his left. 1-1. One, one, fastball. Just misses. And again, I mentioned this earlier. The fact he's just missing he's around the plate is a really positive sign. 2-1 pitch. That's a nod. Base hit to right field. So again, that's all right. Two out. Nobody on. A base hit. Keep throwing those strikes. That brings up Kellen Hodges. So two out. Runner on first. Lions lead 3-0. We're in the top of the fourth of game two. Won the first game 5-1 behind Aiden Post and Brendan Hosler. Lions looking for their fifth win out of six games on this trip. They uh, finish it tomorrow morning against Knox. Stretch. First pitch of fastball a little bit high. One ball, no strikes. We'll be over at Northeast Regional tomorrow. That's an all-turf surface. Never have been there before. Sort of our first opportunity. They played the JV game there last night. That's ball too high. So looking forward to seeing that. And then back to the cold weather. Two balls, no strikes. Richter sets. And that's bounced towards short. Kevin Shaft makes the play, throws him out. Nice play by Kevin. So that's it in the fourth for Lakeland. They go no runs, two hits, no errors, one left. We're in the middle of the fourth. Lions lead 3-0. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. And we're back. To the bottom of the fourth inning. Lions lead 3-0. And a pretty brisk moving game so far. First game went pretty quick too. So these seven inning games sometimes can fly by. 
as I mentioned earlier in the first game, when you're the visitors, you're in a seven-inning game, you get to the third, fourth inning, it's like, wow, in a nine-inning game, it's like the sixth or seventh, so you know you're running out of time. And But you have to play seven-inning games in Florida. The games can get too long, and you know you back up the other games. Those teams are going to play at three, end up playing at five, and that's not fair to them. So Matt Brand can't believe it off for the Lions, followed by Andrew Harrison. Matt catching the second game after playing left field the first game. And he's been swinging the bat really well. It's hard to get him out of the lineup. First pitch of the inning. And it got him right in the middle of the back. So uh, a Lions base runner here to start the fourth. Brian Biggs, who took over last inning. That'll bring up Andrew Harrison. That's the second hit batter of the day for the Lions. Okay, and Andrew doubled the last time up the deep left center field. We thought maybe it had a chance to get out of here, but it was a big, big double by Andrew. Biggs comes set. Delivers. That ball is down and out. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. So the Lions looking to add to their lead here. Kevin Shaft on deck. Good lead at first by Matt. There he goes. Strike is called. The throw is going to go into center field. And Matt will go to third base. That will be a stolen base and an error on the catcher. So nice job by Matt. I believe that's our first stolen base of the, of the doubleheader. So now we have a runner on third with nobody out. We'll see how Lakeland plays their infield, if they'll concede another run or if they'll play in. Because, again, I mentioned fourth inning. It's, it's getting late in a seven-inning game, but let's see what they do. Two balls, no strikes. Now they're going to third base. Yeah, it looks like they're coming in to cut off the run. Right at the corners. Yep. yep. Uh, he got jammed. He's going to hold up here with nobody out. That's a smart play. And he's thrown out by second baseman Jay Cornoyer. Andrew is just, I think, just a little bit too anxious to drive home that run that time. He yeah, got I, him, basically jammed himself, Chuck. He did. I agree with that. He's a little too anxious. You know, take the pitch, live for another day. But he, he wanted to get him in. So we got Kevin up, who's been swinging very well. The infield remains well, in. I would anticipate with one out, Matt could be running on contact here. Anything he sees on the ground, I think he's coming. That's typically the way we used to do it, and I believe they still do. Stretch. Breaking ball, swiping breaking ball for a called strike. Good pitch. No balls, one strike. On deck, the top of the order, Anton Mir, then followed by Jake Lawson, hopefully Ryan Murray, and many, many more. Stretch. The 1 That's swung on, fly ball. To deep right field. This is going to get the run in. Makes the catch. Matt tags the throw. It's coming, but it's going to be too late. So there's a sacrifice fly, and that'll give the Lions the fourth run. So a nice job, a nice at-bat there by Kevin Shaft to get the runner in. And it's a 4-0 ball game. That'll bring up Anton Mir with two out, nobody on. So the hit batsman comes back to Yeah, It's an amazing day. A hit yep. batter, a walk, the lead off an inning. It's just, those are killers. Give up a base hit, not yep. as bad. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It sure doesn't seem like it. Yeah. So. All right, Biggs is going to still stay out of the stretch even though no one's on base. First pitch to Mir. That fastball stays up. One ball, no strikes. So the sun's been, been you know, covered up here for about the last hour or so. So uh, 
been good for us. Outfielders can see everything okay. One ball, no strikes, and that's a line to center field for a base hit. So Anton had a good day today. He is three for three, Chuck. Yeah, he's, he's swinging it really well. And in the first game, he had two hits. Yeah, so he's got five hits on the <laughs> doubleheader, so he's having a day. Not might, too bad at all. Might be a guy we might want to talk to after the game. Could be. So uh, that'll bring up Jake Lawson with two outs. Jake, last at bat, boy, he bunted one, just fouled down the third baseline. Would have given us bases loaded, no out. Instead, he hit into a hard ground ball double play. Anton with a short lead. I think he's trying to time him up. There he goes with his little jump. And that falls into dirt. Wild pitch. He's going to get the second anyway. So, so Jake's got a runner in scoring position with two outs. I have no argument with you on that call. <laughs> well, that one, that one was a wild pitch. Yeah, yeah, catcher can't do nothing about that one. No. So one, bo uh, one ball, no strikes, two outs. Lions lead 4-0, bottom of the fourth. Put a barrel on it, drive it. Big stretches. Looks back at Mir. Delivers. That ball stays up. Two balls, no strikes. So Jake being patient here. I, I know he's had a kind of a struggling day. He wants a base hit in the worst way, but you got to be patient. Get your pitch. Two balls, no strikes. And that swung on and popped up. And okay, that's the made, the catch is made by the first baseman, Tyler Lamack. So the Lions do tack on one more run. After four complete, Mount St. Joe four, Lakeland nothing. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figuerella, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM. So can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Well, Derek Richter back out there for his fifth inning of work. Lions lead at 4-0. And back with the action, Dave Mitchell. Thanks, Chuck. Derek Richter has thrown 40 pitches. He's averaging 10 pitches an inning, 27 strikeouts in this game. That's what I would call pitch efficient. Yes. Extremely so. Richter out here in the fifth inning of work. And he will face off against Tyler Lamack, Jacob Walshlager, and Kiwan Harvey. Lamack. Fly to right his first time up. He is a big, strong left-handed hitter. Into the wind and the pitch to the plate. Strike. Hit the outside corner. Again, continues to get ahead. I sound like a broken record. Well, he has been doing it. Into the wind. 
is Richter, and the pitch is a strike. 0-2 to count. Your line score so far in the ball game through four innings of play. Four runs, four hits, no errors for the Mount. No runs, four hits, three errors for Lakeland. That pitch foul, tipped in and out of the glove of Brain Camp. Yeah, Matt couldn't quite hold on. The Mount has left four on base, and Lakeland hasn't had many base runners. They've left two on base. Outfield playing straight away for the left-handed hitting Lamack. Into the wind and the pitch from Richter. Down low, good stop by Bramcamp. Yeah, it sure was. Fastball that was about a 58-footer. You know, as a catcher, you want to make sure that you block all the pitches when there is nobody on base so that the pitcher pitchers have confidence in you that you can block the pitches when there are people on base. Yeah, that's a very good point. One and two, the count to Lamac. Pitch to the plate, swung on and smacked to second baseman Jake Lawson. Took it off the chest, but picks it up and throws to first in time. Yeah, that's a really smart play by Jake. The ball was smoked, and he just took it off the chest because, it's as we mentioned, it's kind of rough out there. He just blocked it up, not much speed running, and threw him out. Brings to the plate Jacob Walschlager. Walschlager struck out looking his first time up to the plate. Ended the second inning. Right-handed batter, open stance, and the pitch, low and outside. Richter, 45 pitches, 31 strikes. And you, you can't ask for anything better than that. Absolutely not. Well, I guess you can't yeah, well, down low. Yeah, I think if you told the coaching staff at this point of the game he'd be at this you know, pitch efficiency, they would be delighted. 2-0 the count to Walschlinger, big right-handed batter, down low, and the count now 3-0. This is really the first at bat that he's really just missed, not, you know, he hasn't been around the plate. If I'm not mistaken, Chuck, this is the first three-ball count he's had on anybody in this yeah, game. Yeah, he's been really good. Hopefully he can come back here. Up. Oh, lost it. High and outside. Walschlinger walks. And that is the first walk of the ball game given up to Walschlager. And it brings to the plate Kimon Harvey. Strong right-handed batter, number 35, on the back of his golden blue jersey. Getting the lead off of first base is Walschlager. And that pitch is taken for a ball, 1-0. Yeah, all of a sudden, he, after we compliment him, he's kind of lost it here a little bit. That's five in a row. Richter peers in for the sign. Comes to the belt. And the 1-0 strike hit the outside corner. Yeah, base runner kind of jumping around over there. He doesn't need to really need to pay attention to him. Just get the batter. Richter looks at first. Ben at the belt. One and one the count, one down here in the top of the fifth, and now the home plate umpire takes time. A ball came foul out of the field number two to the right of it, or field number one, excuse me, to the right of us. One and one the count, one down. Tomorrow we'll be back in action. We'll be on the air at 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. Join us then, Knox 
and the Lions nine inning game, one game, and that'll do it for Florida for this season. One and one to count, one down. Pitch, sweeping curveball called, strike one and two. And now he's back. He's found his groove after a couple of uh, pitches he struggled with. On deck is Jay Cornoyer. Richter comes the belt pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Yeah, really good breaking ball there. Late bite. Broke outside the strike zone and really had no chance. That's just the second strikeout of the ball game. Well, you know, when your strikeouts are down, it means you're probably really pitch efficient. And your, your guys are making plays in the field, too. Two down here in the inning, and it brings up Jay Cornoyer. Cornoyer bounced to third. Boy, a big lead at first base. That pitch down in the dirt, but Brandkamp managed to get in front of it on a knee, 1-0. Yeah, Andrew Harrison, for some reason, he was playing behind. I don't know if he got his wires crest up with the coaching staff. He, and got, he got a big lead, but now he jumped in there to hold him. But now he is close to that. And that pitch is a strike. One and one to count. What I like about Derek, he's throwing downhill. It's really coming hard at the knees. Those are tough pitches to hit. One and one the count to Cornoyer. He's a right-handed hitting shortstop. Second baseman, excuse me, and that pitch, one and one. Grounded is short. Picked up by Schaff. He'll go the short way to second in time, and that'll do it here in the inning. For the Lakeland, they get no runs. We head to the bottom half of the fifth inning, and it is still four to nothing Lions. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage, when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Bottom of the fifth, and the Lions are leading it by a score of four to nothing as we head into this bottom of the fifth. Brian Biggs still out toiling away for Lakeland here in this game. He's thrown one and two-thirds innings, thrown 21 pitches, given up a run on a hit. And he's got a strikeout, no walks in the ballgame. Biggs, right-handed pitcher. Works off to the first base side of the rubber. Mm-hmm. It is four to nothing. Lions lead this one, and now we'll send to the plate Ryan Murray. Come on, Who's the bigger Xavier fan, Patrick or oh, Ryan? Oh, yeah, Patrick. Patrick's the bigger sports fan in general. Ryan loves to play the sports. He likes the teams, but it's not as big a deal to him. Remember last time, Ryan got robbed in right field. I mean, he hit it. The guy made a diving catch in right. 
Ryan Murray steps into the batter's box. So a trigger hitting left-handed against the right-hander Biggs, playing in even with the bag at third is their third baseman, and that pitch is outside for a ball. Yeah, they're shading him towards right. Just hit outside, off the outside corner, one and one the count. Check at two and oh the count. Biggs comes set, 2-0, strike one. Yeah, good pitch. Wasn't looking in like that and good fastball. Ryan, ready for the 2-1 and now oh. Harvey, the catcher, took time. Foul ball. Another foul ball. We've mm -hmm. had more of those in this game. I think that we've had all week, all total. It does seem like, but field number one probably has doubled us with all the foul balls we've hit over there. Biggs comes set. And the 2-1 pitch, curveball low. 3-1, it did. Yes. Three and one. Here's the pitch to Ryan Murray. And that pitch inside. Called strike. Ooh. Mm, maybe made up for it. Makes it three and two. Good pitch. Somewhere around here we have barbecue. Yep. Three and two. Here in the bottom of the fifth. That pitch swung on fly ball. Center field going back as Hodges on his horse. It'll hit on the warning track. Hit up against the fence. Hodges is going to get it in. And Ryan's going to stop at second with a double to center field. He's probably thinking, gosh, don't catch that. <laughs> the guy made a great play. He, he almost got to it. So now we got a guy in scoring position with no out. we got a game around here, Dave. We've been leaving guys out there at times during these two games. Lions so far in this game have left four on base, and now we've got one at second. Nobody down, brings up Carter Owen. Carter's been hit by a pitch and bounced out to third. Now Jawan Harvey is going to go out to the mound while adjusting some stuff on his mask. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say he was adjusting up there a little bit. I, my guess is they're probably talking about man on second, what sign are we going to go with. Typically, you like to have this figured out before you go to the mound, but some, or before you go out there in between innings. But sometimes you forget, so or it's changed the inning. Sometimes you go different signs, different innings. So that's probably what this is about. Well, now the home plate umpire is going to go out and break up the meeting on the mound. There's not many that many signs in the world, Chuck, that take that long to get coordinated. <laughs> no, there really isn't. Home plate umpire now comes out to the mound and. Is there a little? Is this glove mess or something? I, I don't know. They're gonna. Harvey is. I think he's a little hurt. Yeah, maybe there's. Yeah, he doesn't maybe feel well or something. Yeah, I think. I think that's it. I think he was taking his time. Yeah, he's saying that's a and a, a visit. But yeah, I, I think he was maybe. I don't know. Shaking up or something. Yeah. Now he's coming back and. Hopefully, hopefully he's okay. He sets up behind home plate, so we're set to go. Runner at second is Ryan Murray. Nobody down here in the bottom of the fifth. Lions already lead it four to nothing. Biggs peering in. Carter Owen is the hitter. 
Biggs looks out at second base. Murray getting the lead. And the pitch squares the bunt. Nice bunt up the third baseline. It's going to catch the grass. Throw to first. Not in time. It's going to go down the right field line. Carter's going to round first, going to second. Coming home to score is Ryan Murray on the overthrow. And the Lions lead it 5 to nothing. Excellent bunt by Carter Owen right down the third baseline like you draw it up. And that's the execution we've been looking for. And I'll be honest with you, I'd have Patrick do the same thing here. Patrick Murray now will step in and hit. Lions up now 5-0. That's going to be a base hit and a throwing error on the third baseman. Carter Owen now at second base. That's going to be the fourth error of the day against Lakeland. Yeah, I would expect I would ex- expect the same thing here. Patrick Murray grounded at first, struck out his last time up over two on this one. Twirls the bat. They're going to throw back to second base, and Owen got back with a hand first dive. Just got back. Ooh, I had to pick up my heart on that one. I thought they got him, Dave. I really did too. Yeah, boy, that was close. He doesn't need to be dancing around like that. He gets his bunt down. The third baseman's going to have to field it. He'll make it to third. Nobody down here in the inning still. 5 nothing Lions. Bridges comes set. Owen getting the lead off of second. And the pitch down low. Oh there he goes towards third. The throw down to third. And they uh-huh. missed him again. He slid in into the tag. That's going to draw a response. I think Carter thought he was out. And now watch the- this head coach is not going to be happy with this. And now comes Logan, man. He's going to talk I, with the base umpire. I think Carter thought he was out, too. And it was really a, a base running mistake. You can't. He, he really was. I think he was probably out. But with nobody out like that, you got to see the ball down. So the Lions will have a runner at third and Carter Owen. Still nobody down. Boy, the play at second, the pickoff attempt yep. was close. Yep. The throw to third was even closer, Chuck. Yeah, I I, I think he's got a legitimate gripe. He, but I don't think he's going to get any satisfaction. No, I don't <laughs> think he is either, but the base umpire is giving him the opportunity to vent. Right. Yeah, it's weird how you do this now. You used to go out to the field to talk. Now you're, you meet him at the baseline, and it, I'm used to the old days where you go out there and talk and... It's just a little different now. So we'll see if they bring the infield in. I would think they would have to down 5 0 in the bottom of the fifth. Patrick up in the count, 1 0. Gutzweiler is on deck. Runner at third. They're going to play yeah. the infield in. Yeah, now they're coming. Biggs peers in for the sign. He's down in the count, 1 0 to Patrick Murray. Comes to the belt, and the pitch swung on. Fly ball left field. That should be deep enough. Moving over as Day's got it. Tagging at third and coming home to score is Carter Owen standing. And the Lions lead it now six to nothing. All right, that's what we need to sacrifice five. David looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter here. So he's going to, well, I think we're going to have a pitching change because he's going to go to the mound. So Logan Mann's going to move to the mound. That's going to be it for Brian Biggs. And... So the righty coming in. We're going to have a right-hander coming in when we come back. The Lions lead it 6-0. We'll tell you about the new pitcher after this. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? 
a sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realize them. New pitcher is Michael Schroer. Schroer will be the new guy on the mound. He is a 5'9", 175-pound junior. Another one from Kenosha, Wisconsin, but I believe this is going to be his first trip to the mound this year. Right-hander, he has no stats. That's been kind of the trend here in this second game with these pitchers. And their pitchers they're throwing. This kid looks like he's throwing the ball pretty good, too. Right. So, I, you know, we're not we're not running their team, so we're really not sure, but he ain't got pretty good arms out there. And Jordan Harley will be the pinch hitter for us. Jackson Gutzweiler will leave the ball game, reached on an error and scored, fly to center. And it brings up Jordan Harley. Harley for the Lions, a left-handed hitter. He's a freshman from West Claremont. He has just had one at bat so far this year, left-handed hitter. 0 for 1, and the pitch, a strike at the knees. Yeah, he's throwing pretty well here. Bases are empty for Jordan Harley. Lions have scored two runs in the inning. They lead it 6-0. Pitch swung on and grounded through the hole into left field for a pinch hit base hit. There's his first college hit. Good job by Harley to get the ball through. And it'll bring to the plate Matt Brandkamp. I'm sure they all remember their first college hit. I would think so. Yeah. Do you? Uh, yes. Okay. Getting the lead off at first base is Harley. And the pitch is upstairs to Brandcam. Oh, I wonder what their gun says because he looks like he's throwing the ball pretty hard. Go ask him. Jordan runs pretty well over there. Harley too. getting a good lead at first base. Brandcamp takes that pitch over at the knees. And the count now, one and one. Wouldn't be surprised to see him take off at some point in this at bat. Getting a short lead off of first base. Now they're going to throw over to first. He gets back standing. Yeah, Jordan had a nice career at West Claremont. One and one. One out here in the inning. Schroer. There he goes. Pitch inside. Throw down to second base. Is not in time. Slid in head first for the stolen base. That's his first of the year. He got a good jump there. A nice throw, really, by the catcher, but he just beat the throw. So, Brandcamp ahead of the count, two and one. Now they're going to throw back to second base, and they bobbled the ball as they put the tag on the helmet. And getting back safely on the play is, <laughs> is Harley. Coming set. Schroer. Pitch. 
high. Count now, three and one. Yeah, you mentioned earlier we heard hardly any clouds. Now there's a ton of cloud cover. Yep, a lot of it now. Not supposed to be any rain until actually tonight, and then it dissipates, and then comes back about one or two tomorrow. Boy, getting the big lead is Harley. That pitch called strike, hit the outside part of the plate, three and two. Yeah, really good pitch right there. Yeah, we're hoping with our turf field we can get it in before we get on the road. Three and two. Schroer's pitch to the plate as he peers back at second. Now the pitch down in the dirt. There goes the runner. He threw it into left field. Harvey came up throwing. He threw it into left field. Coming home to score is Harvey. It is now 7-0. And taking first base on the walk is Brandcamp. Tell you what, Jordan Harley can run. He makes them things happen on the bases. And they can use him later on down the road, especially as a potential pinch runner. He shows some speed. Hey, short and sweet, Harry. So the Lions have scored three in this inning, three in the second inning, one in the fourth, and they lead it seven to nothing. Up now is Harrison. Harrison swings and misses that or fouls it straight back against the screen. Andrew with a good swing there, just fouled it straight. Typically when they say you foul it straight back, you're right on it. He's doubled, grounded to second with a scored run, three RBIs. Pitch to the plate, swung on it, grounded to third, and it's bobbled by the third baseman, Walschlager, as he tried to backhand it, kicked it into foul territory, but holding right at second base is the lead runner, Brandkamp. Harrison on. And we turn to our official scorer, Blake Watson, for the call. E5. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, he hit it pretty good. Are we going to have a pinch hitter here? Looks like a pinch hitter right here. For Schaff. Schaff is going to leave the ball game with a walk and a sacrifice fly. This be Jake Sanders. So Jake Sanders will come in and hit. Sanders on the season has had one at bat. He is 0 for 1. Jake, right-handed batter. He is a six-foot sophomore from Fort Laramie, 165 pounds. That's up near Fostoria, too, in case you wondered. <laughs> that pitch down low and outside for a ball. Want to know the count? Just missed. That's a good pitch right there. That's where you want to live if you're a pitcher, right at the knees. You know what a good pitch is. I know where cities are. Want to know the count? And the pitch to the plate, down low and outside. Harvey sprung to his right to block that pitch. Two and one the count. Make it two and oh. The count to Sanders. Pitch hits the outside corner. Two and one now. Still only one out in the inning. Lions trying to bat around here in the inning. They've scored three, leading at 7-0. Runner at second base getting the lead pitch. Gets by Harvey, and the runners are going to advance. Harrison down to second, and Brandkamp to third. I think I would call that a pass ball. I'm not sure what Blake called it, but I would call that a pass ball. Well, I didn't think it hit the turf. Right. 
So Jake's got a couple runners out there he can knock in with a bingo here. Schroer's defense has not done a lot in this inning to help him no, out. No, they really haven't. He will not be picking up the tab this <laughs> evening for his infield. Three and one the count. And the pitch swung on and grounded into left field for a base hit by Sanders. Coming home is Brand oh, Camp. Boy. Harrison's going to hold at third base on the throw, and it's now eight to nothing. Jake hit that ball right on the nose. 8 0 lead here, and now he's looking down to get somebody else ready. As you said earlier, it's a bullpen game. And they got another right hander warming up. Fourth run of the evening. Here in the inning, 8 nothing. Mount leads it, and stepping up is Anton Mir. Runners at first and third. Still one down. And the runner holds, and the count is taken at the knees for a strike to Mir. 0-1-1 the count. We having fun yet? Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. This has been... A good one. High chopper to short. Picking it up is Spence. Throws to second for one. Relay to first not in time. Run will score from third in Harrison. And it's 9-0. Lions get the runner at second. Erased in Jake Sanders. And now it will be the top of the order. And, or excuse me, Anton Muir reaches on the fielder's choice. Excuse me. And it will bring up to the plate Jake Lawson. Lawson, today, 0 for 3, and that pitch hit him. Yeah, I, and, actually, I, I actually think that's the right call. It hit him, but I think he did swing at it. Well, he swung and missed, and he got hit by the pitch, and they're going to call it a strike. But I think that go. it, it, it goes that's towards his horrible. overreaction. I mean, he wants to be so aggressive. I think he's pressing. Lawson with the count now against him 0-1. Brian may want to check him out here. He is 0 for 3. Horrible. So we got a couple fans that are not happy with that, but I, I think it actually was the right call. And he's checking it out on his left wrist. Yeah, hopefully there's nothing, you know, Brian can shake it out here and he, Jake's okay. Owen won the count to Lawson as he gives him the shakedown treatment on the left arm. The home plate umpire did check, to be fair, and he wasn't yep. 100% sure, so he went through all the right protocol. And it looks like Jake's going to stay in the game. What was that stuff called years ago, ethyl chloride? Used to bring that out and spray it on it yeah, and numb the uh, area. Yeah, what did they call that? Uh, it was kind of like a dry ice or something. I thought it was ethyl chloride. Well, there, there was another name for it, too, and doggone it, I can't Let's remember the name of it. Head. Nummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone did it, numbed the area. Owen yes. won the count to Watson. Runner at first base. Pitch There's swung a on a line down the right field line. Inside the line, fair ball. Lawson's going to round first. He's going to go for two, and they're not going to throw it. He slides into second and into third. Mir and the Lions now up nine to nothing. Have runners at second and third, and still two down. 
That ball was hit on a line. He hit that really hard. Well, I think we're getting another pitching change, Dave. He's just going to empty the bullpen today. Well, that's pretty much what he's got to do here. Mir is on at third. Lawson is on at second. The Lions have battered around. Ryan Murray will be coming to the plate. When we come back, two down. Lions lead it in the bottom of the fifth by a score of nine to nothing. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hanging with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all Odyssey. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's where you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Coming into pitch now for Lakeland is going to be Anthony Yust. Yust, number 45. He's got an ERA of 12.60. This, again, is going to be his second appearance of the season. The first time he pitched an inning and two-thirds, gave up three runs, all three earned on five hits, did not strike out anybody, and did not walk anyone. Yust is number 45 on their roster. He is a 5'9", 205-pound freshman, again, from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Right-hander. Tell you what, they have got a ton of people from Kenosha. Yeah, they got a big roster there. I hope they got a lot of pitching because they used a lot today. They certainly have. So Yust is now the pitcher. Right-hander stepping in is Ryan Murray. The Lions have battered around. Runners at second to third. Pitch down low and a nice stop by Kiwan Harvey behind the plate. Want to know the count. Ryan has doubled and scored. Flied to right on a great play by Sobieski. Takes that one down low. And flied to center. So he is one for three in this first game. Second game, the first game, he went 0 for 2 with a couple of walks. 2 and 0 the count to Ryan Murray. Pitched to the plate. Hit the outside part of the plate. 2 and 1. Started off this onslaught in this inning with a double and came around to score. The 2-1 pitch to the plate is Yust. Holds the ball in his bare hand. Comes to the set position. Pitch. Curveball upstairs. Did nothing. 
And the count now three and one. Three and one to Ryan Murray here in the bottom of the fifth. Lines have already scored five. That pitch, ball strike. Yeah, good Three pitch on the outside corner. He didn't, didn't quite, he wants something he can turn on. That was outside corner, nice pitch. Yust works off the middle of the rubber. Oh, and that pitch ball. swung on. Dropped behind the plate by Harvey, and he's just going to let Ryan advance to first. He was afraid to throw to first because he thought the runner in Mir would be coming down from third. So now the bases are loaded, still two outs. As we speak, Dave, the, the lights are coming on. You know, I was going to mention that about five, ten minutes ago. I mean, we might have to turn on the lights, and sure enough, here they are. So, two down, and it brings to the plate. Carter Owen. Owen, right-handed batter. And he takes that pitch. Upstairs, ball one. Bases are loaded. Ryan Murray at first. Lawson at second. And Muir at first. And the pitch. Swung on and grounded to third. Backhanded stopped by the third baseman, Walshlager, and he just steps on the bag, and that'll do it here in the inning. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up five runs in the inning, and they lead it 9 nothing. Heading to the top of the six. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash MBA. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University. With 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities, we are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Learn more at msjlions.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, we're back here in Florida where the Lions have made some substitutions. Luke Legault will go into second base for Jake Lawson. Sanders stays in. He will take over at shortstop. And Shields has moved into right field for the Lions. But on the mound, Derek Richter working into his sixth inning of work here. And he'll have the top of the order, Chris Day, leading it off for Lakeland. That pitch low and outside. Ball one. Want to know the count today. The wind in the pitch is down low and outside. Take a 
The 2-0 pitch to the plate is called a strike, hit the outside corner against Chris Day, 2-1. And the 2-1 pitch to the plate, got by the catcher, Brandkamp. And the count now moves to three and one. Yeah, that was a long inning for him to sit too. So maybe, maybe they they should make a move here. Richter, three and one the count. Nah, pitch curveball went upstairs. Ball four. So Richter walks the leadoff man in a nine nothing ball game, and it will bring to the plate now Lane Sobieski. Sobieski has doubled. And walked. Right-handed batter, Sobieski. Well, check that. He is two for two. He doubled. And both times he was cut down trying to advance. Nine-nothing. That pitch in tight. Settle in here, right? You're good, Kev. Stepping back in, Sobieski. Well, he had made one heck of a catch out in right field. He really on did. Murray earlier, that pitch low and outside. Jake Brock, you just mentioned to us, Ryan Caulfield getting loose in the bullpen. Left-hander. Two and another count. They have turned the lights on here at Lake Myrtle. Coming set is the, and that pitch is drilled out into left center field for a base hit. Rounding second and holding right there is Chris Day. So a walk and a single to left. Have Lakeland thinking comeback as they are down nine to nothing. Runners now at first and second. And it will bring up the third place hitter, Oakley Spens. Spens is lined to short and singled. You know, one thing you want to do when a pitcher throws this well, you want to have him come out on a positive note. And I'm afraid he's getting a little bit of trouble here, and it might put a little bit of damper on his performance. Richter comes set. And the pitch down low and outside. Richter in the game has thrown 64 pitches, Chuck. 38 for strikes. So, yeah, you you might think he could be running out of gas. Yeah, I mean, he. I think his longest outing so far this year has been four innings. One or no the count. Richter into the stretch. Pitch hit the outside corner for a strike. You know, he's probably good for 75 to 80, but I always felt like, especially with a big lead like that, and I know they want to save some pitching for tomorrow, but I feel like you want him to come out on a good note. Five strong innings would have been really good. One and one the count. Two spends. Pitch. Down low. Good stop by Brandkamp. Well, he's down in the count two and one. I would think if he loses this guy, Chuck, you're probably right. Yeah. That'll be it. Runners at first and second. Still nobody out in the inning. Peers in for the sign. Comes set. That pitch swung on and hammered out into center field. Base hit. Murray had to grab it with a bare hand. Gets it back in. Rounding third. Coming home to score. Throw to second base. In time to get the runner. In spins for the second out of the inning. Boy, heads up play by the Lions to throw behind the runners and get the man who doubled into right center. Spins. You know, I'm just, they have to be really frustrated. Again, you're down eight, nine runs, and you're trying to stretch a single into a double. It it just doesn't make any sense. Day came around to score, makes it nine to one, 
And now up to the plate is Sharman. And Sharman hits one through the hole. Nice what stop a- by the second baseman, Legault. Throw to first. Dug out at Her- by Harrison at first base for the second out of the inning. Boy, a nice play on both ends of that one. Four to three for the out. The runner comes home to score in Sobieski, and it's nine to two, but there are two down. That was a great play by Luke there. Went full out stretch, dove on his belly, and uh, made a throw, and then Harry picked it. So we got two outs in the inning. Brings up Kellen Hodge, 0 for 2. Hodge, center fielder, strike one at the knees. Richter, 69 pitches. He's about ready to hit 70. Into the wind in the pitch. Curve ball at the heart of the plate. Count one and one. Into the wind, Richter in the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike three. So Richter goes down. With a strikeout here, but in the inning, two runs are scored for the Lakeland Muskies. And as we head to the seventh inning of play, your score, it's now... 9 to 1, the mount here on ultimatesportstalk.com. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's Organizational Leadership Program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. They say that great teams are built on teamwork, unity, and camaraderie. They say that great teams succeed when everyone's voice is heard, when everyone's included. You laugh together, build together, you lift each other up. They say it takes a lot of hard work to be a great team. So we say, let's get to it. Well, we're heading to the bottom of the sixth inning where the Lions right now are on top of it by a score of 9-2. to Your line score so far, nine runs, nine hits, no errors. The Lions in the game have left seven on base. Two runs, six hits, six errors in game number two for Lakeland. And they have left three on base here this afternoon in game two. Patrick Murray will lead it off for the Lions here in the bottom of the six. Lions, as we told you, lead it nine to two here this afternoon. This is the final game of this doubleheader. And tomorrow, the final game of the trip to Florida. Murray, left-handed hitter, and into the motion, and the pitch from Yust is outside for a ball. One or no the count. Pat, on the afternoon, has grounded to first, struck out, fly to left. One or no the count, pitch down low and outside, two balls, no strikes. Jordan Harley is on deck. And the pitch to the plate, swung on and missed. Two balls, one strike here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Lions leading at 9-2. to two. I would think Derek Richter's night is finished. Well, there is a lot of activity down in the bullpen, and there has been for the last couple of innings. 
Two and one the count. Pitch swung on and lined into right field for a base hit. So Pat gets his first hit of game number two. He is on at first base. Jordan Harley got his uh, first collegiate hit last at bat. So Harley, who is one for one, came around to score. Left-handed hitter. Murray at first base against Yust. And the pitch is a strike. 0-1-1 the count. Brandkamp is on deck. 0-1-1 here in the bottom of the sixth. Coming set, and the pitch, yes, and that pitch is fouled down the left field side, and it will go out of play. There is absolutely no chance that Day is going to catch up to anything foul <laughs> where just, he's playing. I was just going to mention, he's playing way over in left center field. Right. So they must know something that we don't know, because Jordan's base hit was through the left side there, and they're not going to have any scouting reports on him because he's a freshman. 0-2. Oh and the pitch swung on a tap foul behind home plate on the right side and the count remains 0-2 just stayed alive there Dave Harley left-handed hitter 0-2 the count yes checks Murray at first getting a good lead he holds that pitch is a curveball that stays outside and the count now 1-2 and two. Lions trying to win their ninth game of the year. Their fifth down here in Florida. One and two swung on, fouled out of play over the third base dugout. Hanging in there, fouling them off. Lions came into this one, winners of four out of five. Knox's tomorrow will be on the air at nine, game time 9-15. That'll wrap it up down here. One and two the count. Pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded to second. And it's bobbled by the second baseman corner. He's going to throw to first, not in time. He might have been better off, Chuck, throwing to second. 100% agree with you, Dave. I think he had a shot Patrick better. Jordan really runs well from the left side down the line, so that'll be an error on the second baseman. That is the seventh error of this ballgame by Lakeland. Yeah, it's... Brandkamp will step into the batter's box now, leading 9-2. Nobody down. It's been a long day for the Lakeland coaching staff. It has been. Getting the leadoff second is Pat Murray. On at first is Harley. And the pitch to Brandkamp upstairs. 1-0. Yust stepping back on top of the rubber. Comes to the belt. Peers in, peers back, peers in. Pitch swung on. Fly ball, short left field going back. The shortstop spins. He's going to get it in short left field because the left fielder day 
could not catch up to it. One away in the inning and a nice play by Spence. Yeah, really nice play. I think either Day didn't see it off the bat or something because he didn't get a jump at all on it. And a really nice play to go back there. Runners have to hold, so they are still at first and second. And Andrew Harrison comes to the plate. And no matter what, I think Yust is going to finish this. I don't see any action down there. Nah. He's, he's got to get him out here. Yust against Harrison. First pitch down low. Harvey blocks it. There goes the runner, Ryan, towards third. And then Harvey, after <laughs> Murray was almost standing up on third base, throws the ball to third. Want to know the count? Runners advance. Now Harley is down at second base. Patrick Murray down to third. Harrison ahead in the count, 1-0. Sanders on deck. Pitch to the plate, swung on, fly ball, left field. Day went back, now comes in, tagging at third. He makes the catch. Is Murray, he'll come home to score. It's 10-2. Harrison with another RBI. Sacrifice fly to left. And... That gives him 10 on the year. Yeah, it's good baseball there. Good baseball. So Ryan comes home to score. Staying at second base is Harley. And there are two down now. Anna brings up Jake Sanders, who came in for Kevin Schaff. Sanders singled and was cut down at second. And the pitch down low. I'd like to see Jake get on so Nick Shields gets in the bat. Coming set is Yust. And Shields is on deck for Mir. They're going to throw down to second base. It's wide of the bag at second, getting back in easily as Harley. Blake informs us it looks like Caulfield's throwing down there, and he's probably coming into the game to finish it up. And I would think Webb would be available tomorrow for an inning or so if they need to be. Been outstanding on the season. Yep. It's great to get through this one without having to use him. 1-0 by Yus. Swung on and grounded inside the bag of third and fair. Harley's going to score. Sanders rounds first. He's going to go to second and hold up right there with a stand-up double. Well, Jake coming off the bench with a couple base hits. Happy for Jake. He's Good kid and worked hard and trying to get his opportunity. And coming, Nick, Nick Shields is going to get in at bat too here. Coming home to score is Harley. Lions lead it now 11 to 2. And as you said, Shields is going to come to the plate. Nick Shields hitting 182 on the year. He's got four RBIs on the season. Left handed batter. Shields with Sanders at second base. That pitch swung on and popped up over near the third base foul line. Calling for it is Wallenschlager, and he has it in fair territory, and that'll do it for the Lions in the inning. But in the inning, they pick up two more runs here in the bottom of the sixth, and the score heading to the seventh, it's 11-2, the Mount. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable private school setting. Discover your potential. Discover the mount at msj.edu slash admissions.
every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. 11-2, to 2, the Lions leading it here in the top of the seventh inning. And coming in for Richter is going to be Ryan Caulfield. What a day by Richter. Chuck, six innings, 72 pitches, gave up six hits, two runs, both earned. He struck out three, walked two in the ballgame. What I liked about Derek is he really pounded the zone. He was really pitch efficient. If he can get six, five, six strong innings every time like that, he's really going to help this ball club. Caulfield in his third appearance of the season, the lefty with a has thrown just two innings of work. He has struck out one, given up two hits, no runs, no walks, and he's got an ERA of 0.00. Yeah, well, he didn't get the throw down in Tennessee. He was still a little bit banged up, and uh, but now he's back and healthy. Tyler Lamack will lead it off here in the top of the seventh, and that pitch is a curveball outside. Ball one. That pitch is swung on, or check that, take, and it sweeps over the corner. Yeah, it looks like Tyler Herbers is behind the plate for us now. So Herbers back behind the plate. One and that pitch is outside. And the count now 2 0 to Lamac. Herbers in for Brandcamp. Caulfield into the wind and the pitch. That pitch is a sweeping curveball, stays off the outside corner. And the count now 3-0. Walschlager is on deck, I believe. And that pitch down low, ball four. Caulfield walks. And it brings up Walschlager. Now check that, let's see. That is not going to be Walschlager. That is going to be coming up to the plate. Number five. And he is not on their score sheet either. Number five is going to be Gavin Dwyer. Dwyer is going to be the left-handed hitter coming up to hit. Okay, there's a pinch runner also. Uh, Seven is running it first base. That pitch is off the outside corner from Caldwell. That is Sawyer Pugh at first base for Tyler Lamack. 1-0 the count. Caulfield hit the outside corner with that fastball. 1-1. One one. Nobody down. Here in the seventh, Lions leading it 11-2. Caulfield, the lefty. That pitch is a curved ball. Missed the outside corner, two and one. Pugh on at first base, but the Lions aren't holding him on. Harrison playing off the bag behind him. Wide of third is Carter Owens. They're expecting Dwyer to pull this ball. That pitch swung on and missed, two and two. Yeah, really good sweeping breaking ball there. Lefty on lefty here. 
Dwyer with Harvey on deck. I think we're going to have another pinch hitter. Two and two. Caulfield will go to the plate. Called strike three. First strike out of the day for Caulfield as he just came in. One away in the inning. And it will bring up to the plate Noah Leopold. Yep, pinch hitter. He's going to be pinch hitting for Harvey. Leopold, 333 on the season. In three at-bats, he's got one hit. So Leopold at the plate. And he swings and fouls that one straight back. Owen won the count. Don't forget tomorrow, 9 o'clock will be on the air, 9-15 against Knox. Nine-inning game, just one tomorrow. And the 0-1 swung on and grounded to short, going to his left to Sanders and got under his glove into left field. Rounding second, heading into third base on the play is Pugh. And now there are runners at first and third with one down. Kind of a seeing-eye ground ball there that just found a hole, wasn't hit hard at all, but uh, snuck through there. So first and third, one out. And that's going to bring to the plate another pinch hitter. It's like 42, Dave. Dylan Costello. So Costello into hit. Costello is hitless in three at-bats this year. And he takes that first pitch for a ball. Runners at first and third. Hugh at third. Getting the lead off first is Leopold, and that pitch is upstairs. And the count now 2-0 to Costello. 2-0, one down in the inning. And the pitch swung on and missed. Well, he's got a lively fastball, Chuck. Yeah, he just his command's been a little off so far this inning, and, and he really hasn't pitched that much this year, because I mentioned because of the injury. Two and one the count. Caulfield is going to throw to first base, but back easily on the play. And they're going to need him, Dave, especially in you know late inning, seventh, eighth, ninth inning type situations. Two and one pitch to the plate. Curveball broke over the heart of the plate. Great pitch, two and two. Yeah, that backdoring there. He froze. He was frozen on that. Costello down in the count. Even in the count, I should say, two and two. Dwyer getting the lead off. And that pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. Second strikeout of the inning. Hughes still at third. Leopold at first. And it brings up to the plate. And this is going to be number 29. And that will be Austin Holton. Holton will be pinch hitting for day. Holton. Another person not on their score sheet. <laughs> Down low and in tight. You sound like a broken record. Boy, they've had a lot of players that have not been in the stat sheets this year. Well, Wonder they'll no. be in the next game when the next stats come out. Yeah, they, <laughs> hopefully they will be. Oh, 1-0, and that pitch is in tight from Caulfield. 2-0. Come on, 1-6, go get it. Close this out. Caulfield trying to get this thing done for the night. Comes to the belt. 2 0 2 out pitch. Outside corner strike, 2 and 1. 
We'll have a couple of interviews after the game and wrap things up here tonight. Two and one. Pitch to the plate. High. Three and one. Thank you, Bernie. Three balls. One strike. Two down. Runners at first and third. Pitch from Caulfield. Strike right down Main Street. Three and two. Well, the runner at first will be off. Yeah, he'll get a little head start. We'll have to make the play at one if it's a ground ball. Caulfield comes set. There goes the runner at first base. That pitch. Cold strike. Three at the belt. Caulfield comes in, strikes out the side, and the game is over. The Lions win it here this afternoon by a final score of 11 to 2. They've won 5 of 6. They're now 5 and 1 down here in Florida and have a record of 9 and 4, while the Muskies now drop to 0 and 8 on the season. We'll be back with a couple of interviews and wrap things up here in Florida after this. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. They say that great teams are built on teamwork unity and camaraderie they say that great teams succeed when everyone's voice is heard when everyone's included we laugh together build together we lift each other up they say it takes a lot of hard work to be a great team so we say let's get to it Well, Chuck, two good wins here this afternoon, 5-1 to one in the first game and 11-2 to two here in the nightcap. Well, it all goes back to starting pitching, Dave. Aiden Post was outstanding in his five innings of work, and Derek Richter, his six innings of work was equally uh, good, gave up two earned runs. And so, you know, when you get that kind of pitching, you got a pretty good chance to win some games. And that we got some timely hitting, and they helped us in the second game, kicking the ball around a little bit. But we were going to win that game anyway, the way we pitched and hit. Yeah, your final line score here this afternoon, you'll be amazed at how many errors they committed. Mount St. Joseph, 11 runs on 11 hits, no errors, which I think That's is a big key. stat there. Yep. And the Lions left eight men on base. And for Lakeland, two runs on seven hits, seven errors for them here today. They left three on base. I guess if you could look at this, Chuck, and say there is one thing negative about this ball game it was the amount of runners we left on base yeah there was at times especially early in both games where we had runners I think in the first game we had first and second maybe no outs and didn't move the runners and then in the second game we had or actually in the first game we didn't get a bunt down we popped it up and then in the second game I think we had Anton let off the first inning with a double and we didn't move him so early in the game it's key to get ahead of those teams so they're chasing you maybe it takes away their running game and they have to play maybe a little bit more conservative so that's that like you said if there's a negative that's something we want to try to straighten out the lions are now 9 and 4 on the season i know they didn't get their ninth win until april 
of last year. They're five and one down here in Florida. Now tomorrow, I think it's a big game because it's the getaway day. You always want to win on getaway day. It makes travel a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. I know that uh, your yeah, boy a six and one trip would be awesome going into next weekend. To, you know, at Hanover, going into the conference play. So. Uh, you know, we got Bryce McGee going starting. He's he's been thrown really well this year so far. So, you know, a lot of people are contributing. They got, you know, we, we talked. It's a deeper ball club. It's a better ball club, and uh, I'm excited to you know see if we can get the sixth win tomorrow. Chuck, this team's got some talent, and down here in Florida, they have actually come up with some answers to the questions that they had when they first came down here, such as maybe not so much first base but catcher. Yeah. You've got a decision, I think, probably at shortstop. you got a decision on what you're going to do in left field. Third base, I think, has answered itself. There's a lot of things. Now, Andrew Harrison made a statement here today to get the first base job, and he hasn't played first base until Tuesday. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, Andrew got hurt, and I don't know how long he's going to be out, but... Uh, you know, a lot of guys, you get your opportunities, you're going to step up. So now we've got some players over here to interview. We've got Anton Meir and Derek Richter. also Derek Richter. And, boy, Richter got an opportunity to talk to him. Boy, when we talked to you, Derek, today you had six innings, 72 pitches. You were dealing that thing here this afternoon, weren't you? Yes, sir, I was. Just trying to be efficient and throw the ball where they could hit it. When did you know you actually had it, in the bullpen or out there on the mound? Uh, on the mound. I'll be honest, I was a little rushed in my warm-up. Uh, we had a quick turnaround doubleheader. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once I stepped on that mound out there and started throwing, I knew I had it today. I know one of the things that Chuck has said is that you've had the control problems in the past, but here down here in Florida, you've really been able to put the ball where you want to put it. Right. Like I said, just trying to keep it simple, you know. This year, my biggest goal for sure is to be efficient as possible. And, you know, able to do that down here is definitely something positive to look on. And the other thing is, is that you weren't just getting your fastball over, but your breaking pitches were going over also. You had control of those. All right, yep. Uh, like I said, just throwing it where they can hit it. And, you know, all the faith in my fielders to get the play, uh, get the hitters out and... You know, just let them hit it. That's all I'm trying to do, keep it efficient. It's been a pretty good trip down here for this team, hasn't it? It has. Beautiful weather, great baseball. Derek, congratulations. Big win here today in game number two. Anton Muir joining us now. Anton, you didn't do too much today. I I mean, you you weren't in the dugout very often today for you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good day. It's been a slow week so far. Had to go up there with a new mindset every at-bat, clear my mind. A lot of guys have been stepping up for us and making big plays. Five hits today for you. When you say you went up and cleared your mind, how did you do that? What were you thinking when you went into each at-bat? Um, that every every at-bat's a new one. I focus on my breath and just staying and being myself and trusting my preparation that I put in before the season. You are able to chase down a lot of fly balls out there in right field. Your speed really helped out today, especially in the gap. Yeah, I know I got Ryan to the right of me, but sometimes i got to call him <laughs> off. But I do try and... Do try and track them down and make them look good. Yeah, you got to have an opportunity to get your name in the scorebook, right? Yeah, of course. This team has really come about down here in Florida. What are your thoughts about it? Wow. Um, going into conference next week after we go home tomorrow, feeling confident. Win tomorrow would be huge. We got depth, as you see, like guys in the bottom of the lineup. They're stepping up huge this week. 
Um, guys are coming in late games when we're up big, and they're coming in getting singles, doubles, stealing bags. I mean, we got depth. We trust everyone that, that we can put out there. You know, Chuck and I have talked a lot of positions, had questions coming down here, but the answers really kind of put themselves out on the field here this week. Yeah, I mean, whoever's out there is out there. Whoever's on the bench is supporting them. Like, we're all just one team, and whoever we put out there, we trust. Well, big game tomorrow and getaway day. Got to get that one. Yeah, for sure. Anton, good game. Thank you. Great doubleheader. Lions win two here this afternoon. Chuck, and uh, let's just keep it right here and wrap it up, and we'll get out of here quickly. But your final thoughts on this game? Well, like we've talked about, uh, two really good pitch games and uh, really happy for the guys. You know, there's been some struggles here the last few years trying to win some games and to get off at a, a nice start like this, like you said, with the ninth win, trying to get their 10th tomorrow. Really excited for everybody. And I think, you know, confidence means so much in sports, as you know. And I think they're full of confidence right now, thinking they can beat anybody. So real happy for the staff, the players. A long way to go, but it's a really good start. I think you mentioned the key word, confidence. And that's something that we probably haven't seen out of this team in a few years. No, it, it's been a while. I mean, it, you know, we used to say, well, we get down the first and second, and here we go again. And that's not the, that's not the MO this year. You know, we talked earlier in the week, one more question to you, we talked earlier in the week about two-out success. And the longer this week went, Chuck, the better they got at two-out success. Yeah, earlier in the week we struggled a little bit with that. But, boy, we're coming up with some big – I think of Kevin Shaft in the first inning with that – three-run double, and uh, we had some big hits. You know, we're coming around. It, it's a good trip so far. Like you said, we want to end on a, a positive note tomorrow, but I'm excited for the guys. Chuck, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Look forward to it. That's going to do it here today from Florida. The Lions win two here in this doubleheader against Lakeland. The first game, 5-1. to one. The second game, 11-2. to two. Their record is now 9-4 and four on the year. They're 5-1 and one down here in Florida. Our thanks to Dr. Williams, to Melanie Wagner, the assistant or the athletic director, of course, to Blake Watson, our sports information director, and of course to Chuck Murray and our sponsors, Greg Mitchell, our producer. But most of all, our thanks go out to you for listening. We'll be back on the air tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock for the 9 15 game against Knox. That'll be a nine inning affair. Join us then. Until then, for Chuck Murray, I'm Dave Mitchell. Have a good night, everybody.